0: Welcome to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. My name is Julie Paulston. I am your host, and I am so absolutely honored that you stopped by. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my own personal journey, and I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people that will be sharing their journeys as well, in hopes that we can educate, motivate, and inspire you to live the best possible life that you can. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a snack or two, sit back, relax, and enjoy, because at the end of the day, this truly is all about you. Welcome back to being the phoenix of your own life. Oh, I'm so excited for today. I just can't even hardly stand it. So my guest that I have on today is somebody that I found on social media. Hello, strange. Wow, who knew that, that Julie was on social media. Anyhow, uh, (laughs) I found my guest on social media. Her reels are phenomenal. Her TikTok content Is probably some of the best out there. She is one of my favorite people to follow. And when she said yes, that she was going to be on my podcast, I I may have peed a little bit. I was that excited. And Janine, if you would tell people who are you? What do you do? Give us a brief synopsis of who you are.
1: Well, thank you for having me um, before anything. My name is Janine Turnbull, and I am an empowerment coach, and I help people to it like step into their own personal identity and their own personal strengths because oftentimes in life we get suppressed right and we go off the rails and then life happens and we don't go after what is truly intended for us so I help people kind of scratch through the narrative of life and realize that they can achieve anything anything and it's so funny because a lot of people, when I start talking to them, they're like, how do you do that? Well, I just do. <laughs> like, and when you stop caring, right? When you stop caring about what anybody else thinks and you finally just do, you realize, oh man, this is awesome. It's so much, it's so much
0: fun. It's just like your give a shit button gets, you're like, oh, look, my give a shit button's broken.
1: Aww. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a question for you. We've all been in the shit pit, right? And this is be the phoenix of your own life. When is a time that you were in the ashes of your life that was pivotal for you that you were forced to rise and reclaim that divine inner phoenix? And how has it impacted your life since then?
1: Well, <laughs> this is a very interesting question because there has been numerous, numerous things. Like um, I'm going to get really real here for a moment, and this might trigger some people, but um like I was raped at at three and then I went on to living in foster care and then I went to living on the streets then I went to drugs then I went to drinking then I went to abusive relationship after abusive relationship then I broke my back then I tried to commit suicide (laughs) like my life has been a string of really dark dark situations right and it got to this point where I couldn't handle it anymore. After I decided that I wanted to commit suicide and I didn't end up doing it, of course, because well, I'm here, hey. that was kind of my wake up call. And I just dropped everything at the time I was in a band and I was traveling and making music and like thought I was loving my life, but no, I wasn't. I did a 180 switch and I packed all my stuff, packed me and my daughter into my car. We were homeless for like a week. And I had no clue what we were doing and I moved provinces and it was the beginning of my new journey. That was like the pivotal moment. And I think that was six years ago when I just made that decision that I have to cut out everything. I I can't keep doing this. And like, I was just so depressed and I was joking to myself being like, I'm so happy. Like, no, I hated my life. I hated everybody in it. I hated myself. Like I just, I didn't want to live. Right. And I, I didn't see the purpose of being here because it was like one hit after the next hit throughout my whole life. Like all I seen was chaos and destruction from both myself and other people around me. Right. So I was like, what is the point? And then right after I moved, everything kind of fell into place. Like I got a place. I, I I opened up my business, money started flowing in. um, I got a whole network of new friends. Like it all switched and I was like, what, what's different here? And it was because I dove into learning about me and I dove into this point where it was just like, you know what I create, it, it's me. It's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like my favorite saying is that when something really good happens, we're like, Oh yeah, I did that. Oh, that was amazing. I did that. Yeah. Look at me. I did that. Yeah. But when something shitty happens then it's like, Oh my God, did you see what Becky did? If Becky hadn't have done that, this would have yeah, right? never happened to me. Yeah. By the way, anybody that's listening to this, get, get ready for your trigger button because, um, Janine and I probably are going to trigger the shit out of uh-huh. you multiple times. So be prepared. Anybody that's listening, if you are soft and sensitive and, um, that just triggered you buckle up bitches, it's going to be a ride today. So, yeah. cause I think that that's a huge thing. And I, and I see it in your content all the time is that when something is good, we're like, yes, we did that. Mm. But when it's bad, we want to look everywhere outside of ourselves Yes, and oh. blame everything, the universe, God, our friends, our family, everything. It's everybody else's fault.
1: Yeah. I was right 100% here. one of those people. I was in the victim mode. I was like, why is this happening to me? Why can't anything get better? Why is my life shit? And you know, some of the circumstances that I went through in my life were completely out of my control, but that was when I was a child, right? Right. When I was a child, I had no control over the people that were caring for me, that did harm, but my reaction from that, and this is the thing, my reaction from like my teens to my early adult years, that was all me, hmm. all me. And I went down like, man, nobody, anybody that tried to help me, I was like, fuck you, you don't know shit. Like, sorry, yeah. I don't know if we can swear on here, but.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, have you, hi, have you met me? Um, yeah. so my, <laughs> my favorite F word besides fine, but. <laughs> I was the kid that your mother warned you about because i've been sober for 32 years so (laughs) my teenage years were spent at the bottom of a bottle and you know whatever i could put into my brain to numb out so that i didn't have to look at the girl in the mirror
1: yeah
0: which is funny because most people look at my life i grew up upper middle class i have amazing parents i have great siblings and people are like well julie what the hell happened not necessarily it doesn't necessarily your external stuff doesn't help with the internal stuff
1: no and like when when I was younger right with what happened to me my mom was was solid right she took me out of that equation as soon as she found out she tried to help me and then I ended up in child care because I was acting out right like she was a young mom and she did everything in her power to try to help me but I was so internally broken that no matter who was trying to give me love and show me that they were supportive of me, I thought they were the enemy too, because I didn't know, like, (laughs) I didn't know. And that's where like my journey, it's, I look at it from so many different aspects because it's like, man, if I would have just taken the advice that I, that was and the help at that time, my, where I would be right now would be totally different. But then at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? If I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And I love what I'm doing and I love me. Right. And I don't give a shit when anybody else thinks because they haven't been in my shoes and to yeah. walk a day in my shoes, a lot of people could not handle it. But there are many that relate to me because they've gone through just as dark paths. Right. And those are, those are my people, the ones mm-hmm. that are like that that haven't, those are my people too. They just don't know it yet, right? <laughs> and I think
0: when when we talk about like all the shit that we went through and all those things, I remember my mom asked me a question one time, she's like, you know, Julie, with everything that you've gone through, you know, the home, cause I've been homeless, I've been raped, abortion, abuse, domestic violence, alcoholism, drug addiction, all that stuff yeah. is part of my story and part of my journey. She's like, would you go back and change any of it? And and I thought for a second and I was like, you know what, well, no. Not even the most horrific things that I've been through would I change because those things created the woman that I am now. And even to this day, though, I still look back and go, well, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should then I catch myself and I'm like, whoa, 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 there is no shooting. We don't shit on ourselves. Well,
1: those, those building blocks is as hard as they were created the awesomeness that you are in this moment, right? Yeah. I actually just recently had a conversation with my mom because we're very tight now, right? After I went through my my healing and woke up to the fact that holy crap, I was being a jackass to myself. <laughs> <laughs> we we built we rebuilt our relationship, right? And we were talking about. Um, like forgiveness, right? The one thing on this journey is you have to be able to look at what you've done and forgive yourself and forgive the other people, right? Because we are all living this experience learning and we all make mistakes. And I was telling her, she's like, Well, do you forgive everybody that hurt you when you were a child? And I was like, Yeah, I do. And she's like, Well, I don't, and I'm like, Why not? I was the one that experienced it, right? And if I can forgive them, then that should open the door for you because you're holding on to this pain and that was the problem was I for years I was holding on to this burden and this pain and like all stemming from the original trauma that I went through and I didn't understand I'm like oh I totally forgive them no I freaking didn't I was so so mad oh yeah so angry and I was like lying to myself and then when I was talking with my mom, she's just like, you know what? You're you're right. You have to forgive. And then she went through this whole like forgiving process because she was pissed off because she was like, well, our relationship got screwed up. And I'm like, well, that was kind of us too, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you were young. I was uh, young. You know, we were clashing because you wanted to help me, but you, you couldn't. And it was just the roller coaster. So, like anybody that's listening here, if you're going through some kind of journey where you're holding on to so much pain and anger and you're, it's like eating you up outside. The first thing that I can suggest is the forgiveness process of yourself, right? Like understanding that, you know what, we all make mistakes, but it's recognizing that, right? It's, yeah. it's coming to that point where it's just like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I've done. This is what has happened to me, but I have the choice to move forward and create, And I forgive myself for the past because I don't want to bring it into my future. Once you can recognize we are the creators in this moment, like this exact (laughs) moment. (laughs) It's,
0: It's when the good shit happens, you can claim I did that. And then when the bad shit happens, the best freedom is when you can look at something. And especially if you hurt someone, I think that's when it really gets hard is that if you say something or do something that hurts another person
1: Mm-hmm. instead of
0: blaming it or justify and when i taught we called it justify deny lay blame because we'll justify our actions we'll deny that it was really that bad and then we'll blame somebody else if you just own it there's a sense of freedom that comes with that because oh, then when you when you forgive yourself you do the best with that you can with what you have And what I find interesting is like the relationship with you and your mom is like that duality. There's people in my life that I love them. I know they did the best they could with what they had and they were pretty shitty people. So I can hold that duality of, you know what? I recognize that you did the best you could with what you had and you're kind of a shitty person and it's okay because I participated. So I'm going to own my shit. I'm going to own what I did. Forgive myself for, taking the actions that I did that put me in the position that I was in.
1: Yeah. Well, that is part of it. It's looking outside of it as almost like when I'm working with my clients, one thing I try to get them to channel is within themselves, right? Is the fact that looking at it from a perspective of if it was your best friend, right? If you've seen your friend going through that exact scenario, you would see both parties, right? So taking yourself out of it and like looking at it from a whole spectrum is will totally change the dynamic, right? You're like, okay, well, if I look at this as me being my friend, my mom being like someone that I don't know, right? We both fucked up <laughs> and I would tell my friend that, I'd be like, okay, well, this is what's happening here. This person's doing this, this is what you're doing. Both you guys need to fix this, this and this, right? And a lot of people don't know, they don't remember to take themselves out of it because they get so stuck in their emotions. Right. And that's one thing that's hard to turn off. Right. Because we are so we're programmed that way. Right. We grow up and and get lost in our thoughts. And we're constantly like being taught. Well, at least I was that, you know, um, you got to do. It wasn't about thinking before action. It was just do. (laughs) Right. That's how I grew up. Just do it. Don't
0: question it. Just do it. And you bring up a really good point is that, you know, it's our emotions that get so tied in in our brain, like that primal part of our brain, it needs safety, it needs a sense of belonging, and it needs to feel loved. And if it doesn't, we will create different identities just to fit in because- not everybody is going to go and, and hang out with a group of people. I, my mom called me the chameleon growing up because I would oh, just ship that too. <laughs> to every, any group. I mean, like I could go hang out with the A plus honor roll people. And then I'd be smoking a joint under the bleachers, getting tore up with, you know, the, the quote unquote bad kids. And I could just go back and forth. And my mom was like, I don't understand how you can do that. It's because parts of your brain, if you don't feel like you belong, you'll do whatever it takes to yeah, find I'm actually, that to belong. I'm
1: glad you bring that up because I went through that whole thing too. I was constantly trying to adapt in situations. And the funniest part about it that I had to really be honest with myself was all these different groups. I didn't even really want to be in them. Right. I just yeah. wanted acceptance. I didn't like these people. <laughs> like I didn't really
0: like those people, but it's yeah. that innate and especially like, I was, I just did an interview this morning with a gal who's a teacher and she was talking about how she, you know, she loves her kids or she loves her job and she loves the other teachers and all that. But the kids coming back are a little, huh? Mm -hmm. And you look at the kids nowadays, the amount of trauma that we have been through as a society in the last two years, I did a, a podcast episode called it, I call it the trauma tsunami it's like all of a sudden it went out, we weren't expecting it, and it, it came crashing in and it took everybody out. And what we're seeing now with the Karens, the quote unquote Karens, if you're listening and your name's Karen, I'm really super sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we should have never called you Karen, whatever. So, but through that, I tell people, first of all, if you can take a step back and pause in the moment and look at that person and understand that what you're seeing, I am, there is no part of me that is going to condone that behavior because the behavior is is not acceptable. When I see someone doing that, what I see is that little two-year-old, that little three-year-old, that little five-year-old that never felt heard, that never felt seen, her voice didn't matter. She just wants somebody to listen to her. And so when you get all that shit that builds up in your unconscious mind, it's going to come out and explode. Mm -hmm. And we just everybody on this planet is has basically could have a ptsd diagnosis just from the rona
1: oh just from being up. this is like i think it's like human warfare actually that's going on because i've seen so many people kettle pop right mm-hmm. and it's like they they thought their lives were so put together and then the moment everybody got segregated these people are losing their minds and it's because they've been suppressed living in this fantasy style of thinking. And I hate to say that, but it's so true. I've been there. Right? It's like I understand it. I, man, the bubble I put over myself, life is great. I love everything. Let's down some more bottle, or, this bottle or take some pills, like, you know, smoke that thing. Like it's, it's just, it's uncanny. I actually, you know, the one thing that I am taught that I am thankful about from this whole corona experience is the fact that it is waking people up. Yes. Yeah, like it is it is harsh because we are segregated but people are starting to wake up and join forces and start to live their authentic truth. And it's so freaking important, man, like so important and like stopping the whole fairy tale idea, right? Because we we have these ideas of how we think our lives are going to enact and what is right for us. Like I know, man, I've lived in that headspace <laughs> multiple times.
0: <laughs> right. I'm gonna I'm gonna find the perfect partner and have that perfect wedding and I'm gonna have yeah. the perfect 2.2 children and the white picket fence and he's gonna yeah. have a corporate job and I'm gonna do this. And and we built up and I think that society has done such a good job of brainwashing us. <laughs> yeah. And yes, I said it. We've been brainwashed. We oh, get 100%. brainwashed Every single day by commercials, the things that we watch, the news. By the way, don't ever watch the news. It, no. nothing. It stands for nothing ever worth seeing. That's what NEWS stands for. Nothing ever worth seeing. And if you're waiting for the cute cat video at the end, then just wait until like the last minute well, and then YouTube turn it would on. find it Right? Go to YouTube. <laughs> but we've been brainwashed and we've been paying attention to everybody's highlight reels. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to involve ourselves in somebody else's life. And then this comes along where, like you said, we're segregated. We're trapped in our houses. We're not allowed to do the things that we used to do. Mm-hmm. And now it's interesting because people are going, I just want it to go back to normal. I just want it to go back to normal. Um, there was nothing normal about what happened.
1: No, it it's was never so been broken. normal.
0: It's yeah, never it was, been normal.
1: It was so broken. And that's the thing it needed to this Corona needed to happen. Like I, it sucks. It, it's been an experience. It's definitely been a ride, but I truly believe that it needed to happen to wake people the hell up to the fact that, you know what, what we were doing was not working. We need to change it. And that's kind of why I do a lot of my videos, right? I No fucks given. There's no filter. Like I just put it out there and it, people love it because the fact that it's real, it, yeah. it makes you think, Yep. And it's to change, and then I give people tips on how to change that that process in your head, right? Because it's just like, we've been so, like we're saying, we've been so programmed to live this, this white picket fence life that we're so afraid to branch out, man. How many times I ran out for partners, Ugh, thinking Ugh. about it, makes me sick to my stomach. Right? <laughs> you're like, I oh my God, you look
0: amazing. Oh my God, it was the <laughs> best thing that ever happened to me. And then you, you get through it and you're going oh i did that yeah. like i've Ooh. been i've had some
1: pretty dark partners that i've been very abusive and looking back i'm like why did i consider that love oh because i didn't love myself and this that's the thing like
0: <laughs> that part right there i it's it's okay so i have a question for you but I, and that we're going to come back to that yeah. um So with everything falling apart, because I know that you are a hundred percent woo like I am. And that's why I just adore you. (laughs) So people are in, in circles that I've been talking to, they're talking about, and today started the age of Aquarius.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: today's the start of Aquarius. There's people that are saying that 2022 is going to be the dismantling of the matrix, that we mm-hmm. are starting to see the patriarchal toxic masculinity. It
1: started on January 11, through six, nine.
0: There we <laughs> go. Because it started in, in a, a friend of mine, she said, you know, every 5,000 years, we go from masculine energy into feminine energy. And we are, it started in 2012 is when the switch happened. And it's been building because if you go back and look at history from 2012 till now, there's been slight shifts. Now we're seeing, I saw somebody the other day and they're talking about where we're going to see like the dismantling of our education system because it's ridiculous. We're going to see the dismantling of our government because it's ridiculous. We're going to start seeing all of this shit start to explode and implode and then we can build from there.
1: I 100% agree on that. And I've been seeing proof of it, right? Like, if you look, even in the last two years, kids started to have to go back home to learn. That, like, mm. that was the beginning, right? This year, like, there is already a major shift. I'm seeing, like, for myself, just watching, um, people are standing up. People are protesting. They're, they're so sick. They've, this whole pandemic has been pushing the weight onto people so that they open up. And people are so done. They're like, this is bullshit. This is absolute bullshit. What is going on here? And people are starting to voice like TikTok. I love TikTok. Some people think that it is like just for young teens. No, man, there's so much good gold on there. (laughs) So I am on there and I watch these videos of people talking about their beliefs and and helping people change their mindset and people standing up and making statements and like even famous uh, people like talking about these movements. It's like, wow, I've been waiting for this. Like (laughs) what? Right. Yeah. It's like, Oh, this, get my popcorn. <laughs> you <know? laughs>
0: And then you drop into the comment section and then you just sit there and eat your popcorn and watch people. And it's funny because they, I, there was a graph and it's like, we're in the, the very first leader part of it, like light workers, because I know you're a light worker. I'm a light worker. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're going to be the leaders that are going to crash through all the patriarchal bullshit and yeah. the toxicity that's out there, whether it's masculine or feminine, oh, it's on and both you, sides, <laughs> right? And then you're gonna have, you know, you have that arch where you're gonna have the general population. They're gonna see the the first ones out there, the light workers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go pave the way. Then they'll follow. And then you're gonna have the kickers and screamers. Those are the ones that still want to flip phone and press, you know, three yeah. three times so you can get an F in your
1: text. Well, and it's like even watching in my my circle, right? Like there's people that I have cut cut out of my life, but they're slowly, because of the retrograde, they're slowly creeping back. And then I, you know, I, I check out what's going on with them, right? And so I look and, and I see the switch in them. And these are people that I think they probably thought the same of me as I, that bitch is never going to change. <laughs> right? Right. And now I'm seeing them like start talking about stuff that I've been talking about for the last few years in my business. And it's it, it is slowly happening, right? People are waking up. They're just tipping their toes in, right? The ones that are—they get are kind of kicking and screaming. They're like, "Oh, I'll just dip the tip of my big toe." Oh yeah. no, it's a little cold. Yep. <laughs> it's a little cold. Yep. Yep. and then they'll come back, and then they'll come creep back in, and they're like, "Ooh, what? What are you talking about? I, I kind of like that." But then, you yeah. know, and I, I do see it, and it is—it is definitely very prevalent. Like, like I was saying, watching some of these people talk about the things that they're talking about, I never thought I would see that and it's it's very beautiful because it is like you're saying paving the way for other people and with everything we've gone on through over the last 2 years just alone if that's not enough to crack open everything and make it crumble i don't know what else will like we have all of the stuff and like the media the government this whole disease in general that keeps mutating and then we have on top of that like all of the natural disasters that are happening like we just had a tsunami warning where i'm living because of a volcanic eruption right it's just like guys um we are getting major warnings here on all accounts yeah Can can you look mother
0: earth she has she has been and it's funny because remember when covid first hit and everybody was locked up it was like the earth went Oh, thank God. Thank you COVID for putting the, for putting the children in time out, keep them in their rooms because I watched like dolphins came back into bays that they hadn't been in, in in 50 years. And you could see the sky in India and China, there was like no pollution. And there was all of these things where mother earth started healing and then all of a sudden we were like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to put on masks and we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I do not give a shit what side of the fence you're on. What happened is we are like, oh, free, let's go out and wreck yeah. some shit. And so yeah. mother nature is like, listen, I've warned y'all. I sent you this. Y'all aren't listening
1: where I live. It hardly ever snows, right? Hardly. Ever and if it does it's for a day we had like the worst hit winter here it was like freezing below to the point where our water pipes froze okay and then we had landslides and like roads taken out on multiple places in the province where i live and flooding like flooding took over half of the freaking province and i'm like what the fuck is going on here like guys mama's mad mm-hmm. <laughs> she's really mama's mad. mad
0: she's really mad <laughs> So what do you think is, what do you think? So the people that are listening, they're going, okay, this is some woo-woo shit. I I don't think I'm (laughs) following it. What are some things that we can do to start the journey of number one, rediscovering who we are and number two, living that life of authenticity and taking care of the planet? How do you even begin to start that process? Because fear is a huge, huge detractor
1: oh yeah well the first thing is learning not to give a fuck <laughs> about what anybody yeah. says on my journey alone you know how many times people would call me the bitch I, I was constantly trying to strive to be the perfect person for everybody around me and it got fucking exhausted yeah because and then like someone recently one of my recent exes said to me is like why are you so worried about being the villain and it really made me question. I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you know, a lot of people talk a bunch of crap." And I was like, "Yeah, they do." And he's like, "Why do you? Why are you worried about that?" It's like, "Hmm, you're right. Why the fuck am I worried about that?"
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, I remember I did a, a masterclass on stress, anxiety, and and depression, and and my mom happened to watch it, and. <laughs> She's always like, honey, where can I watch your podcast? I'm like, well, first of all, mom, you can't watch it. Um, You have to listen to it. And no, I'm not going to give you the link because you thought my masterclass was bad. You'd, you'd croak. Yeah. But in my masterclass, like I am who I am. And I remember I was like, she goes, well, that was really good information, honey, but um, you cussed a lot.
1: Yeah, my mom does the same thing. <laughs> and I was like,
0: yeah. She's like, oh, honey, do, do you think that's professional? And I was like, well, I said, honestly, mom, I would rather be who I am Mm -hmm. and the people that love who I am and love that raw, real authentic, don't give a flying fuck about what you think about me. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that I want in my life who are ready to make the change. The people who are offended and don't want, there's a perfect coach out there for them.
1: Yeah. I'm not the one. I feel like hundred percent the same thing. And like back to the question, I think that that for me is the first step, but sometimes, that isn't the first step for some, right? The the very first step is just being real with yourself about your situation. You have to be really, really real to the point where it hurts. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna hurt because the the realness that's gonna come at you and like looking at, oh my God, I did that. Oh, I'm looking at other people like they're bad, but I did that. Like that for me, (laughs) being that real with myself And looking myself, looking at everything that I have done in my life, everything that has happened to me, it's a reflection, both sides. I've done horrible things, so many horrible things in my life. And then people have done so many horrible things to me. And looking at that is like, okay, well, I can't really attack them if I'm not attacking myself. Right. And Mm -hmm. looking like, and that's where then forgiveness comes in. Right. It's, it's that raw realness and it's really, really hard to be that real with yourself, like to really lay those cards out and be like, holy shit, I'm not that good of a person. And mm. it's not that like, we're the, the, these horrible people, but choices that we have made on our journey do not reflect the good side, <laughs> you know? new and yeah and for me it was really taking accountability and being truthful with myself and it was hard and I had many tears and I kicked and screamed the whole time but I was like you know the only way that this is gonna get better is if I really look at it and look at that pain and then I dove into like psychology and then like NLP training and got so many different certificates and like energy healing and all this stuff, right? Trying to see, seek answers. But the bottom line, the answer was really looking at me and being yeah. real. And once I did that shift and then took into the account that other people's opinions do not matter because I was always that people pleaser, right? I always wanted acceptance. I've wanted mm-hmm. acceptance since I was a little girl and I didn't get it. And then when I realized uh, no one's gonna give that to you, honey, you have to give it to yourself. And then that is when they will do it. And man, yeah, the shift! Yeah. As soon as I said no fucks more given, and I put myself out there as real as I am, people are like, "Who the hell are you?" I love it. Right. That's how I ended up in your world. I was like, I watched.
0: I don't even remember how I. I don't know if we were in a group together or something happened, but I ended up seeing something on. Facebook, and then I saw something on a reel, and then I saw your TikTok, and man, I got, I went fucking ticky talky. Sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to consume all of this content. <laughs> like sitting there scrolling, I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. <laughs> so when you start the journey of forgiving yourself, when, because it is painful, because it, and we're looking at that quote unquote shadow side of us. I would remind people too, that it's only a shadow because you haven't put light on it.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the whole transmutation, right? Like you, you cannot be your full authentic self unless you combined your beauty with your darkness. Like it Mm -hmm. is, you have to mesh it and then you shine. (laughs) Like, (laughs) And that was the missing key for me for many years. I'm like, why is these things not working? Like I'm doing the work. Like how many years I was in study, right? I'm like, I'm doing the work. Come on, why isn't it working?
0: <laughs> well, because I'm consuming all the content and there's this one minor detail that seems yeah. to elude most people and it's it yeah, an A and yeah. has action as the rest of the word. It's like implementation. It's like we can yeah. read all the stuff, you can get all the self-help books. I'm NLP certified. I can do all of the things, but if I do not number one, accept responsibility it's for never my come. actions. <laughs> And then look at, and I will ask myself, Julie, what do you need? What, what part of you is hurting right now? And I will write down what's, what's yeah. going on, what comes up and something will come up that happened in my life. Whether, I mean, the thing that keeps popping up lately is there was a talent show. I went to a brand new high school my senior year because I knew better, you know, I was going to go to a dorm and do better because I grew up in Washington, which is, you know, right down below BC. Cause yeah. you're in BC.
1: Yeah. Yes, I'm in BC. Yeah.
0: So I remember going to that school and we had a talent contest and I got up to thing and I forgot the second verse of the song. And to this day, I still can't remember the second verse of the stupid <laughs> fucking song. But I remember running off stage and just being mortified because it was in front of all of these people that I was trying to impress. I wanted to be accepted by them. I wanted to be the cool kid. It's funny because I'm 55. I'm damn near 55 now that something happened so long ago still has an effect on us yeah. when we're
1: adults. We don't understand the implica- implementation of how our past effects are, are now. And this is why I like doing inner child healing, right? Healing those old wounds because they it is so subconsciously put programmed into our brain that we don't even understand the actions that we are doing are a reflection of that. And this is why I teach childhood trauma therapy and and i help people understand their core wound from Mm. from an internal space because there are many right there are many there are so many and when how things that happened to us in the past affect us right now is it's huge and most people don't understand that and that's kind of why i do a lot of my tiktoks too because i bring up these different points for you to look at that shadow and be like is that me And you got to be real with yourself, right? Is that me? And then I do funny ones too, because, well, you got to have a balance, right? (laughs) But like, I do, I give a lot of that information just to look at because even on my journey, I, I, for the longest time, I had no clue that my emotional wounds from my past were what was haunting me. I was like, oh, I'm totally over that. Right. Oh, no, honey, you are not, <laughs> like,
0: not at and, all. And your unconscious mind is so cute. It just, you know, you're yeah. going along, you're like, Oh, life is so good. And then all of a sudden you could just get <laughs> bitch slapped and you're like,
1: yeah. What happened? Oh,
0: what, what happened? What, what, <laughs> yeah. Where'd that come from? And w- what we do because we are taught from a very early age, especially as women that we just
1: stuff it. Yeah. Well, women men are taught that too, right? Like we're taught that we are to, to not, women are taught to be prim and proper and not say yeah. anything. Men are taught to be super tough and the provider and not say anything. Like yeah. it's, it's on both sides and this is where yeah. the structure needs to crumble, right? And that's another reason why I do what I do is because I teach people, you know, this is why you're doing that. This is how to change it. Let's work yeah. on, looking at that shadow and being honest with ourselves so that we can put it together because you don't have the sun without the moon the moon don't no. shine without the sun right yeah. yeah and that's that for me that was the, the key on top was understanding the duality of all of my experiences looking at who I was and you know what it it is a journey this is the thing I'm still learning and some people are like you know so much yeah I know a lot but I've studied a lot right but I'm also learning. <laughs> More
0: every day, (laughs) every day, something comes up and it's interesting because you heal the one thing and you're like, Oh, cool. I'm good. I'm good now. I'm fine. And then something else comes up and you're like, and I, and I had one of my clients, she's like, Julie, when am I just going to be good? When is, when am I going to be done healing? When is this done? And, And I told her, I said, I love you. Please understand me. When I tell you that I love you, you are never going to be Healed because today you're gonna to make a decision that your future self is gonna be like, What why did you do yeah. that? Whatever you're doing today, you're creating your future today. So yeah, it's really but, important to be mindful.
1: Yeah, being very mindful. And on top of that, yeah, you're never gonna be fully healed, but you can at least learn strategies to help you along your journey so you don't keep making the same damn mistakes yeah. like we have. <laughs>
0: like, it's like the it's like the same if you find that the same situation keeps popping up with just a different face that's your unconscious universe whatever you want to call it is going
1: yeah i just did a video on that specifically guys you ever notice that you keep getting the same people showing up but they're not the same people it's because there's some work to be done
0: so funny! I did the I did the cardinal sin. I knocked on my desk, and the dogs just went absolutely batshit crazy. They're like, <laughs> oh, "Somebody's here! Somebody's here!" No, no, that was just me knocking on the desk. Note to self: Don't ever do that again. <laughs> and it's yeah, the healing is is a is a lifelong journey, and yes. being kind to yourself.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's a very important thing too, is because we we are our worst enemies. And we don't even recognize it. Like, I constantly post daily messages to remind people to say something nice about themselves. Oh, yeah. Because oh. how often we misrepresent who we are, right? Our inner dialogue of who we think we are when you are in that shadow is horrible. And then if you're like sitting with someone, even though it's a stranger, they're not seeing that, that you're thinking in your head, <laughs> They're like this person's awesome.
0: Right? right? And you're like, Oh my God, I'm so fat. My hair looks so bad today. Oh my God, I forgot to put on my makeup and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There, somebody shared one time that we walk out our front door and we are so focused on what the neighbor or the lady at Starbucks or whatever is going to say about us that we're so focused on everybody else's opinion. What we don't realize that every human being that steps foot outside their door most of them are having the same exact thoughts that they think we're going to judge them on.
1: Yeah. Well, that's on my, you've watched my, my, like all my videos and stuff half the time, like I don't wear makeup in any of my videos. Some of the time my hair is like flying half up, half down because I want people to understand that, you know, there's no such thing as perfection and whatever. Like I, I know myself well enough at this point that I don't, as I said, I don't care what another person thinks, but I want to showcase to other people that it, that what is going on in your internal brain, like half the time people, they don't even recognize that I'm not, that my hair is all crazy. They're just like, yeah, right. They're (laughs)
0: focused on the message because they want to hear the message that you're delivering. Yeah. Our brain goes, oh, well you probably should have put some makeup on or, oh, you might not, you probably shouldn't have said that word or, oh, this or that or the other thing. And it's like, no, people want you people want to hear from you and I tell my clients all the time if your best friend spoke to you the way that you're speaking to yourself Mm -hmm. would they be your best friend hell no (laughs) no that bitch would be curb stomped I'd be like no get out of my life and yet at the same time we are so vicious
1: oh yeah well and it's that's the thing we've been programmed to be that way yeah. Right. And it's, again, it stems from childhood and people are like, no, my child, I had the, per- I, I hear this all the time. I had the perfect childhood. No, you fucking didn't. No,
0: you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you, you fucking
1: didn't. didn't. And especially, and then they start showing behaviors and I'll, I'll tell them and be like, Hey, this is, this is this, this is why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Oh, well, I didn't realize that. And then, it, you know, it gets the ball rolling, but it's just so funny because some people think that they've lived in this cookie cutter life. And even if you had like really good parents and like you had a good life, you know, there's still something. There's yeah. still something. And it was like the pressures of your parents or your school or there was like some bully or there was something you could have scratched your knee the fucking wrong way. You know, like there's so many different elements, right? And this is where trauma is individual. Yeah. It's very individualized. And so, like, it's explaining to people that, you know, you've gone through something and you're suppressing this and now you're treating yourself like crap and you don't even recognize that you're doing it. Right. But if you look at it from an outside perspective and that's kind of, again, why I make a lot of my videos to give people that view. And I put these different scenarios out there to showcase to people that, you know what, that might not have been that big, but that, that little thing that I'm doing this video on made big impact on like how you're acting right now. (laughs) And it's funny because it could be something as
0: little as that you woke up in the middle of the night, your mom came in, picked you up and put you down to go get a bottle for you. Mm
1: -hmm. And in
0: your infant mind, you went, my mom abandoned me. Even though you did not have the cognitive abilities to form that type of a thought, the feeling and the emotion instantly was imprinted into your brain. So. You might've been like, I don't know, a month old, and now you're 50 years old and you don't understand why you have all these abandonment issues. I had, I was one of those people. Seriously, Janine, I had an amazing childhood. I grew up upper middle class. I have amazing brothers and sisters. The more I've done my healing journey though, you go back and you find those little things that back then most people are like that affected you. How could that possibly affect you?
1: yeah well it's it's not for them to even look at that's the other thing that i explain to people is your trauma is specific to you it may not make sense to another person and it does not have to Mm -hmm. but judging it upon what that is is the problem within itself right like what happened to me it it looks bad right but what happened to somebody else that's very small we dismiss it. And that right there is why society in many ways is fucked up.
0: Well, we do the trauma comparison and I find it even more. So I think men do it a lot. And even more so in women is that when we talk about something that happened to us and then all of a sudden somebody else goes, yeah, oh my gosh, that's really bad. Yeah. I was like your story. I was raped at three and I went into foster care and this and that. And the other thing, all of a sudden, whoever they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to say anything because mine hers is so much worse than mine ever was. And you know, I just, I'm just, I'm just not, it's fine. It'll, it'll be fine. Stop trauma comparison. You have a trauma and it is valid and it is real and it is yours and you deserve to heal from it. Not compare it to somebody else's.
1: Yes. Everybody deserves the healing and comparing it is like apples to oranges that you can't, and that's where the stigma comes in, right? And that's why a lot of people think, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with me. And there is nothing wrong with you, but there is something wrong with the conditioning from that trauma that you need to address. It's and it's funny because it somebody said, Well, you
0: know, you have big T and little T. And you know, we both were like, Yeah, I don't like that that kind of comparison where, you know, you have a big trauma like happened to you when you were three. Somebody else might look at that and have had a bigger trauma. So then it becomes a little trauma.
1: Yeah, trauma no. is trauma. Trauma. That's just it. Trauma is fricking trauma. And that's why I do what I do because I want to educate people on the fact that, you know what, it doesn't matter how big or small it was. It has impacted <laughs> you in major, <laughs> major ways. <laughs> and that can be switched, right? That can, that can be looked at and the whole dynamic in your brain can be switched And you can have a totally different outlook going forward because it's not that you like heal it, it's you learn strategies so that it no longer is affecting you or those people around you, right?
0: Yeah. It it becomes this where you just spew and it's, if you don't heal, you're going to, I love the quote, if you don't heal what hurt you, you're going to bleed on people who didn't cut you.
1: Yeah. The hurt people hurt people, right? And like I know myself, I've spewed a lot onto people that were trying to love me. Mm-hmm. They were trying to help me, and I was just like, "Ah, you know, like get away!
0: <laughs> you don't like me. You don't. Why would you help me?" Hey, hey, hey. Oh yeah, that was me. My parents yeah. dragging me, dragging me to counselors and counselors, and you know, yeah, oh, you like hate trust me.
1: issues that came up too, and like, man, the, the things that I put myself through because because of this trauma like and I'm laughing because I can now right yeah. I can look at this and I'd be like man I was fucking ridiculous
0: like right
1: So, <laughs> no. and it's not to like joke about trauma right but it's like the actions like from right, there right. and now seeing it from a very higher perspective and learning the tools to help me it's like fuck oh, again I was ridiculous like what the hell <laughs> Yeah, and you look
0: at yourself and you're like, there's nothing wrong with me. Everybody else is fucked up in this world. If that is your thought process, if your thought process is, I am fine. Everybody else is fucked up in this world. There's this thing that's in your bathroom. It's called a mirror. I would suggest you go and look at it because the one who is causing all of the chaos in your life is the one person that we don't want to look at. And that's ourselves. Yeah. So I just, yeah. What's well,
1: the hardest thing to do, Right it is the hardest thing to actually go and look in the mirror and be super honest with yourself and be like, holy shit, I am causing a lot of this stuff. Because there, sometimes, again, there is circumstances that are out of your control. But when it bottoms down to it, everything that you do, every action, every, every non action is you, is nobody yeah. else. It's, you. So you're going to get either something really positive happen for you, or you're going to continue to get negative. And this is actually like, it's not as black and white as that either. Okay. Because like, there are situations where people will try to get themselves out of the dark shit away from the the bad people. And I've, I've experienced this where no matter how much I was pushing for better for myself, I'd be drugged back and then things would come up. Right. And I look at these as tests because they will come up. Mm-hmm. They, will, they will they will come up a few times and they will be like, Do you really want that? The universe will nope. be like, Do you really want that? Yes, I do. Are you sure? I don't think you do. Have you learned the lesson? Nope. Oh, you haven't learned the lesson. Let's throw you back in the shit again. <laughs>
0: it's that <laughs> yeah. damn hero's journey. You get into the fire and it's so funny now. I've got a hot flash, but <laughs> <laughs> People go through this the the fire and they like you said they get their toes in there and like ooh that's hot okay I'm just gonna yeah. go back over here where it's safe because even people that have been horrifically abused would rather go back to the abuse because it's normal it's comfortable feels safe and they know what is coming.
1: Yeah, I pushed so many good things out of my life because it's the the thought process of something really good for myself scared the yeah. shit out of me because no. I was so used to chaos and destruction. That, that that even though I hated it man I hated it I'm like I, I hate my life I hate everything like why am I here it was so comfortable so comfortable <laughs> and that's it's that's so right and I had to be really honest with myself and it's like looking back on c- certain situations that I could have had but I disrupted because of the fact that it scared me I was like man I don't deserve that deep on an internal level I felt I didn't deserve it even though I said to myself that I deserved it and then the universe is like, I know that, you know, you don't think that you deserve it. So you're not going to get it. <laughs> exactly, And it's,
0: I love that you said that because I think that that's people are like, oh, I'm just going to sing this affirmation and hold on. You know, I'm going to shove oh. a crystal up my ass and pour essential oils over my head and meditate for 24 hours a day. And if I say enough affirmations, my life will be amazing. No. You're not dealing with the shit that's underneath.
1: Mm-hmm. I was a person that I was like, oh, if I do all this beautiful stuff and I go to yoga and I'm just going to like change everything. No,
0: (laughs) no, no. There's the thing. You could put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. Yeah. 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 And we can dress it all up. You can say all the affirmations that you want. Now, don't get me wrong.
1: (coughs) They're great. Girl,
0: I love me some crystals. I love me some essential oils. I'm all about meditation. It's also about looking at what's underneath and going into into the dark room and turning on the light switch and understanding that- Getting comfortable with- It it won't kill you. Yeah. Going in and looking at it will not, it it won't kill you.
1: Yeah. My best analogy for that is like embracing, loving your shadow, loving the darkness that is inside of you, loving loving those bad things. Mm -hmm. Not in a place of like- that, that might be the wrong wording, right? <laughs> but it's like, it's loving all of the stuff that you've done, accepting that that is what it was mm-hmm. and embracing you know every little bit of who you are. And when you can fully do that and no longer care what anybody else thinks of your past, who you were before or what you are doing now or even in the future, it's it, you get this like em- empowerment right you start to see things from a whole new perspective you you get to the point where it's just like life gets easier and it does it, it as soon as you do that and you mesh all of that and you you've gone through the you've looked at the, the crap and you're you're working through it right and affirmations yes I love all of that crystals yep. all of it but it yep. I made videos and it pissed a lot of people off this is not gonna fucking heal you <laughs> like no there's so many people that are like buy this crystal and it'll steal the energy out of you um no honey this problem's still fucking there like yeah they're great they're they are powerful within themselves right sage is great for cleansing yourself it is wonderful same with palo santo like and meditation and yoga like there is benefits to all of it but it does not does not solve the problem and there's so much misconception out there that pisses me off because people are promoting that it does and it's like, you, you are giving people false fucking hope. Yeah. And there's nothing and then, worse than that. No.
0: And then what happens is, you know, like, I'm the, there's crystals all over my desk, you know, all of a sudden mm-hmm. now you have these people that follow that dogma. And then what happens it's, it's
1: is. It's a type of brainwashing is what it is.
0: Yeah. And then they get to the, then they're like, then they blame themselves because they're like, well, I must be, a sh- I must be so shitty that even a crystal and this and this and this yeah, didn't me. It isn't working.
1: It isn't working.
0: I'm such a shitty person. See, I knew it wouldn't fucking work. It's I'm, I'm doomed. Yeah. My life, my life is over and they go back into that swirling vortex. Back of to doom. the darkness.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. 100%. And like, I try to empower people to get out of that because there is so much stigma around that. And it really bugs me because I've been that person
0: that Mm -hmm. thought
1: that oh if i go and i get my chakras balanced and and i do medit and i do yoga and i get all these crystals and carry them in my bra life is gonna be so good no it was still the same shit
0: (laughs) you're like damn it i did have spend a lot of money and i have sparkly shit in my bra the essential oils have made me smell very good, but my yeah. life is is still the same because people, I don't think that they understand that this is all of this stuff that, that Janine and I are talking about. All of it is done on an unconscious level. Your okay. conscious mind is only 4%. 96% is all unconscious. So you're running your whole life on an unconscious Autopilot. Level. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's like, if you think of a car, okay? You learn how to drive a car and then you, once you know how to drive that car, it automatically you're driving that car you're not thinking about gearing down and shifting and all that stuff Where to turn like it's just automatic that is your brain with all of the situations that you've learned in life it automatically does it without you thinking that is the best way to describe your subconscious mind think of when you're driving a car and we've we've been programmed that way right well, and it's
0: funny, sorry to interrupt you. It's, it, what I think is funny is that I, my clients are like, oh no, that's not true. And I'm like, well, then I have a question for you. When you get up, do you sleep on the same side of the bed every night? Well, yeah, okay. Let me guess, you get up, you go to the bathroom, you sit down, you have your phone in your hand, you're instantly scrolling social media or you're checking your emails or whatever. When you're taking a shit, you set your phone down, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you do the same thing every single solitary day, the same exact way. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I said, that's unconscious. Yeah. You don't even realize that you do it until somebody says something. And then my clients, I tell them the first hour of your day, you are not allowed to touch your phone.
1: Yeah. Well, it's because that's, that's their normal pattern. The only way you're going to break patterns is if you do something new, <laughs> the whole process. Right. And it's hard to break those habits. It is. It is. It
0: is. We it joke, is. we're laughing and, and it's fun. <coughs> and underneath all that is there's a lot of work that yeah. goes through it.
1: No, it's not easy and it's not for the faint of heart, but I do recommend that everybody do it because mm-hmm. that's the only way we're going to make this life, this existence together better right for one and like raise our planet right is by doing the necessary healing that needs to be done but understand that like even though it's scary and it is hard it does get better it yeah. does get to the other side all of a sudden
0: there's I don't know about you but through all the healings that I've personally done over the last two years I think the biggest thing is that sense of peace of understanding that I'm okay. That, yeah, yeah, I did a lot of shit that I probably shouldn't have done and I own it, but going through the healing journey and healing all those parts and going deep into that shadow of understanding who you are at your core, there's a sense of freedom that comes with it. Mm. There's a sense of peace that comes with it. And when someone starts to piss in your Cheerios you don't react the way that you used to react. You take a breath, and there's a difference in how you live your life.
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like on my my journey alone, um, I would constantly say, "I want peace. I want this. I want that. I want serenity. Like I just want it easy, right?" And I'm not saying my life is easy. Nobody's life is easy. But I'm at a place now where I am at. I can fully, one hundred percent percent say I am at peace no longer is my past affecting me and I have people come and trying to push those buttons oh well you used to do this yeah yeah I did I sure did and I'm sorry if that effect affected you right I was I am not that person anymore and yes I made some really dumb mistakes ooh, the things that I've done in my past. <laughs> All I gotta say, is thank God there
0: were no cell phones when I was in that part of my journey because <laughs> <laughs> it would have been immortalized forever.
1: See, yeah, see, I'm um, younger, right? Yeah. And there was cell phones at a point. Oh. Um, so I'm sure there's some pictures out there that eventually will get leaked. Eh. Eh. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs>
0: Right. I'm like, they, I, thank God. I tell my kids all the time. Cause my kids are, uh, they're almost 33 and almost 30 and, and 29. And I tell them all the time. I'm like, you know, be glad that, that you're living in the age that you are, because you have this ability to radically change the future of the planet. You have the ability yeah. to radically shift the energy of this planet. And at their age, they're like, oh, you know, mom and her woo woo shit. And now they're starting to see it. Like my, my son and I have these conversations and I tell him, watch what's going to happen. You're going to start seeing the fall and the destruction of mm-hmm. society. And it's going to get really super yucky before it gets better because we have to tear it down before we can rebuild it. You don't want to oh, just 100%. Put,
1: like, I have no, no spackle. Yeah. I have the same conversations with my daughter. She's, she's younger, right? She's in her early teens and, you know, watching her, I'm like, you, it's you, <laughs> you and your, your friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're, my generation is like, I'm around the age of the kids. Right. And we are the starting of that. Right. We're the generation of the starting of that. But like my daughter's age, the things that they're going to accomplish. And it's all about teaching our children these wise things that we have learned right and my daughter like just watching the transition and watching the kids that she associates with and like there's such a different dynamic with these kids than when I was a kid and beyond like even like the generation right below me the millennials right because I'm like just above millennial I don't know what I think I'm x or something I don't know I don't I don't know but um doesn't matter but like watching like the different generations yeah. Um, and how the impact has, and how smarter, So like, there's there's some that are a bit dumb, not, not gonna lie, they're just yeah. a bit out there, and, you know, they're making, some, again, it's their journey, but, like, the, the younger kids, like, when I was a kid, we were all doing drugs, and partying, and sitting at the freaking skate park, you know, just having a blast. Yeah. Kids nowadays, they're like, oh, I'm gonna learn some robotics, and I'm gonna go off and, <laughs> and like, do some arts. I'm like, what? Right. and no,
0: I know it, I mean great. we're smoking under the bleachers we're smoking and getting loaded under the bleachers yeah. and doing all that the conversations that they're having now are so different they're starting yeah. to have the conversations of we are responsible for this
1: yeah like me and my daughter yeah. talk about stuff about like that all the time she's like talking to her sometimes it's like talking to a 30 year old I'm like whoa like, where did, where did you get that information from? <laughs> and I was funny. watching you, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she's still her own entity though, right? And it's just, it's, it blows my mind watching her and her friends interact and talk about these things and how they're going to make an impact. And I'm like, just clapping i'm like yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's one of those moments you're like i did that yeah i I created
1: that (laughs) that was me
0: i love that
1: and it's it's beautiful because it's not just her right it's it's the people that are around her too and watching these kids and like they're not into destructive things they're just like about growing and they're like oh i want to go work on the farm you know and it's not just her friends like i watch at her school too right and just the whole mindset of these these this younger generation is really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's I really it's beautiful. Gonna,
0: I won't be around, the, you know, to see the fruition of it. Probably knowing that my grandchildren are going to be on the precipice of this whole new generational healing, that the yeah. generational traumas and the generational, I don't believe in generational curses. I think it's generational trauma that was never healed.
1: It's, it's totally trauma. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's healing that generational trauma. It's understanding that sometimes when, when we did my anger, it went back seven lifetimes ago. Like there's, yeah. there's generational people hear that and they're like, Oh, that's so woo. Oh, well, see, true, I do past
1: life regressions for people and they, they don't understand. The link.
0: No. And that is so powerful. I've not had anybody do that yet. I want to do it because <laughs> when I did my anger, it was seven lifetimes ago and it was incredible going back and healing that. Yeah. And it's, people don't realize that the trauma is passed down in our DNA. It is yeah. passed down generation to generation to generation because I had a client that we did, uh, anger with, and it, it was slavery days. Like it was generational from slaveries where she was still carrying that. So,
1: yeah, I I like that you bring that up because a lot of people don't understand that. And it's funny when you start actually diving into the generations of trauma and you start healing that just alone, you're going to watch a ripple effect happen in your family. That's it.
0: That's it right there. That ripple effect, because you can throw that little pebble in the pond and it doesn't, that first ripple isn't very big. Yeah. But by the time it gets to the shore, it's a wave. And so what we're planting now and what we're healing now is we're healing the generation. It, it
1: sends it out forward, but it also does propel backwards too. Like, for example, okay, I was doing um, a few past lives for myself. I was working with, with a friend and um, we were working on my some of my generational things that have been passed down. And the shift that happened after on an energetic level blew me away because I, this was when I was first learning how to do this. Okay. And I didn't really fully believe in it. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, freaking, I'll, yeah, it I'll, try. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at it. And at the time I had no connection with any of my family members. There was so much pain and hate and like, there was just, there was huge blockages there. Okay. I did this and we wound up healing a few generations of like, again, slavery. There was other stuff that came up that I'm not going to talk about because it's very personal. But um, within a week after that session, I got phone calls from different family members. And they're like, hey, I'm on this journey of healing. And, um, you know, I've been thinking about you. Let's let's rekindle. And there was blockages for years, OK, years and I cleared out. And they're like, there's something different about you. I'm being drawn to you. That's good. I just unlock some shit, baby. Like, <laughs> it's, I I had
0: that with a client because, like, with the with the N, with the NLP and doing all that and doing healing that. When you heal at that high level, at that unconscious level, you cut the cords, you cut the ties that have bound you to the block, and then all of a sudden, people are now reaching out to you. People are coming out of the woodwork and they're seeing it and there's forgiveness and there's healing that is happening. And now when you look back on it, there isn't that rage. There isn't that grief. There isn't that sadness. There's a, there's that, okay. That acceptance piece comes in.
1: Yeah. Like with my mom, for instance, that, that happened with me. We had not talked in seven years (laughs) and I wound up doing this work and she reached out to me and she's like, I just had this feeling that you were in a better place and I want to work on this and now we Definitely. have the best yeah now we have the best relationship but it was just like that was the proof I was like I just still didn't believe it and then I got that phone call I was like okay there's something to this I gotta dive deeper <laughs>
0: That was so me because I was like, NLP, what the NLP O P Q R S T, whatever, yeah. hypnosis, whatever, meditate <laughs> whatever. And so I signed up for a course so that I could prove them wrong because this shit doesn't work. This is some woo woo shit. It doesn't work. It's voodoo. I don't believe in it. Yeah. And then I watched it happen, like with me, have that experience when I worked through some really deep stuff and yeah. I was out for the rest of the day. I mean, I was like toast. I slept, I cried. I did all this stuff, journaled two days late, not even two days, the next day, that feeling of lightness of feeling that sense of freedom. And then mm-hmm. I was like,
1: Hmm, well, that's amazing. Like I also dive into a program that I like, um, uh, energy healing technique that is not well-known at all it's actually there's only a few of us that do it in the world and it's called dream alignment and it uses like energetic numerology to clear out ancestral stuff like traumas and it is I literally no joke um I signed up for this course I took it it was a five-month course to get to learn and that was just like for the first two levels there's many and I had gotten to a really bad car accident and I was told that I um, would not heal from it, that my spine was, it was fucked from it. And there was nothing that they could do except for give me cordero- cortisone shots. Okay. this was in last year, beginning of last year, I wound up taking this course. And I, I'm not lying. Like I'm, this doesn't, sounds like it's impossible, but I am fully healed from doing this, from doing these things and clearing out um, stored energy within my fields and within like my family's fields, I wound up heal, like completely healing my body. My doctor's like, oh, well, your spine's better. We what? <laughs> I want um, to go
0: uh, to Dr. Joe, that four day meditation that he does. Dr. Joe just spends it. He does oh, yeah? four days. Would you just meditate for like four days and you can literally heal your body? And I thought yeah. that's on my bucket list for this year. That oh, is something wow. that I want to do because I think that, we We have the ability to 1000% okay. heal our bodies, heal whatever ails us. It's that toxic trauma that's kept trapped in our bodies. Mm-hmm. That it's that repetitive mantra that we say to ourselves, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. Once you release that, then you become able to see that, you know what? today I'm better than I was yesterday yeah well
1: no, it's it's I 100 and like thousand quadruple percent believe that and I'm living proof of that right yeah. and so are you right yeah we've been through different things both physically mentally emotionally psycho like all of it we as human beings have that gift to heal and a lot of people are afraid of it because why? It's something that they don't know. So they don't understand it. Right. And that frightens them. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how many people they're like, oh, you're doing magic. No, I'm utilizing the gifts that we are given. <laughs> it's not magic. Oh, it's not magic. It is. You can do it too. Yes. <laughs> Anybody can power. do it. And then I get the whole, like, I have people, I just did a post not too long ago and people were like, oh, that's Satan's work. No, it ain't. This is god's gift to you like you are fully fully capable i don't care what you want to call your deity right like it doesn't matter to me but we have so much power within ourselves and people suppress this and they're afraid of it why again because it is the unknown and the unknown is scary
0: and we've been told since we were little that that is you can't do that that only doctors can do it that only you know, you just pray hard enough, you know, drink enough of this or do whatever and follow these doctrines. And then you'll be able to yeah, only, only a deity can heal you. But if we are the deity with inside of our body, and if we are the walking, living replication of the deity, then yeah. we have the power to do it.
1: Well, and if you, if you think of it from that standpoint, we are the magic. Like we literally come from a, an egg and a sperm like how the fuck does that happen without magic <laughs> right it's, it's, it's like
0: people are growing human beings that have rational thought and opposable thumbs so yeah we're light years ahead of most people yeah. so i have a question for you okay and i and i love this part <laughs> i was telling i was telling my last guest of 43, I've 43, I've put up 43 podcasts and out of those 43, I've never gotten the same answer. Okay. So there's going to be people that are listening to this. And if you've hung in this long, you are a champion. I love you. Thank you so much. For the woman or the person who's sitting there going, you know, Julie, what you and Janine are talking about is really great, but I can't get out of bed today because I hate who I am. I hate my life. I hate who I am. I don't know what to do. What is one thing, what would be the first step or one thing that that person who is so far down in the pit can do that will help them to start this journey?
1: I think the first step is just doing something kind for yourself, even if it is getting out of bed, really it, it, this journey is a big one, right? And I've been that person that literally was going to kill myself. Like I tried Um, it didn't work, but I think the best thing I can tell you is that you are enough, like you deserve everything. And if you need to hear that today, then I guess I'm the messenger, right? And just get out of bed, put on something that makes you feel amazing. Go have a bubble bath. If that's your thing, do something really nice for yourself, because at the end of the day, you deserve that, and if you don't do that for you, nobody else is going to do it for you.
0: Love it, like Mel Robbins says, nobody's coming to save you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is no white knight. And, and if if you are that person that feels that, I I totally I understand where you're at. Right, I, I understand it on such a deep core level.
0: Yeah.
1: But just remember that you are worthy. You are loves. Yeah. It may not look like that right now but you are. Even if it's just coming from me, you are. Exactly.
0: Oh, I love that answer. And it's another different one. I am so excited. I don't know what I'm going to do when I get to like episode 500. <laughs> I won't be able to say that ever. I won't be able to say that then.
1: Who knows? Maybe I'll get
0: 500 different answers. Uh, Janine, it was so good to have you. I am so grateful for you. Um, and for those that want to find you, you guys have got to go find her TikTok. At least go find her TikTok. She is fucking amazing. How do people find you?
1: Well, I am on all platforms. Just look up my name, Janine Turnbull, and I also run my business, which is Empower Empowered Souls Academy. Look up Empowered Souls Academy, or just look up my name, G E N I N E T U R N B U L L, like you'll find me everywhere. <laughs> and TikTok's my links, favorite though. TikToks. Exactly. And
0: all the links will be in the notes because I always put that in there and and a little bit more about Janine will be in those notes so you will be able to click them and find her and find her friend her follow her. Any <laughs> any last thoughts?
1: No, I just appreciate all of you guys for being here. And I love connecting. So just come find me, right? We'll talk. If I talk to people on TikTok. You add me, we'll be friends. <laughs> that sounds like perfect. Yes, let's be so, friends. If you're not on TikTok, well, I'm on other platforms. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, you name it, YouTube. Yep. You can yep. find me. I'm, I'm pretty accessible.
0: Yep. <laughs> and her, most of the content that she has on TikTok ends up on Reels. So that's that's the other way you can find it. Is go, go look at the Reels. So, well, thank you so much, Janine, for being here. I am so, so, so grateful for you. And for those that are listening, you know how I end this is Janine said it. And I will say it again is you are enough. You were born enough. You are enough. You will always be enough. You are not too short. You're not too tall. You're not too thin. You're not too fat. You're not too light. You're not too dark. You are divinity magic and stardust wrapped up in a human experience And if you could only see the divine light that shines back from your eyes, you would never doubt your greatness again. And with that, my friends, enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you so much for hanging out.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you. And remember, you are loved. You are treasured. You are adored. You are worthy. And you are so more than enough. I hope that you were inspired. And if you were, please feel free to download, share, and leave a comment. I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much and have an absolutely magical day.